When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. This is the Art Beauty Podcast, where we tell the real truth about the fake shit. And today, my fabulous guest and co-host is Chelsea Wynn. She is a licensed cosmetologist and image consultant, and she also is a very special kind of educator. Chelsea, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Amber. It's an Oh, thank you. Um, to be honest, today it's a real honor to have you on because um, I'm going to let you explain the type of education that you provide. Oh, well, thank you. So um, aside from being a cosmetology instructor where I work for a global company named Chi and I teach hair makeup, I mean, hair techniques and color techniques in beauty schools for students as well as for teachers and salon owners. Um, I also teach non-visual and adaptive techniques for individuals who are blind, visually impaired or disabled on, you know, makeup techniques, grooming, hygiene, um, how to do their own nails, how to do their own hair so that they can prepare for job interviews. Um, And even more so, more importantly, it's about being independent, self-confident and always looking your best, whether or not you can or cannot see yourself in the mirror. I have to be honest with everybody listening right now. Um, when I, you know, a, a lot of the times I'll receive story pitches and ideas. Um, some of them come from you at home. Um, and, and when this, when, when your name came across my desk, I was intrigued because admittedly, you know, I thought, um, I don't know that many people who are visually impaired. Mm. And, um, you know, when I started this podcast, I really wanted this to be a place where people could come and get education and be empowered um, and and also be enlightened about things that we might not know about, um, whether it was products or procedures or or people in general. Um, and, you know, through talking to, I learned that October, which I feel like many people know is Breast Cancer Breast Cancer Awareness Month is is also um, Visually Impaired Awareness Month, correct? Um, Yes. So it is the month where there is White Cane Safety Day, which is a nationally recognized day. Um, And it's about, um, you know, recognizing individuals who are blind and visually impaired and really addressing their independence with by using the white cane, which as you know, is what um, they use to help with orientation and mobility and all the independence that um, maybe a lot of people may not perceive that they have. Right. Um, so, but yeah, it's a very empowering day. 
I am so honored that you are here. Um, I, I think that for, again, people listening, this is going to be um, inspiring and emotional. When we started talking in our in our pre-chat, um, you've got some, some such brilliant tips that uh, whether you are visually impaired or fully sighted, I think that you are going to find incredibly useful. And, um, and I hope this podcast particularly gives you a little bit of inspiration, um, and, and, you know, and, and that you leave it feeling grateful for those of you who don't have to deal with visual impairment, um, of of how lucky we are. Mm -hmm. So how did you get into this field? How did you get into this specialty? It, you know what, I have to say, um, it was purely by accident. I really was very much like you and very much like most people in the world who may or may not, most people haven't met a blind person in their lifetime. And so I was very unaware of the need even that this even existed, that there were blind women who wanted to learn how to do their makeup, nor did I even have the idea that that that, that was something that you know, was a concern. And so um, several years ago, back in 2011, I started volunteering reading for the blind on a radio show called uh, Sight into Sound Radio. And um, I was volunteering, you know, just to read books, read, um, you know, magazines to to the blind. And then over that course, um, a couple of months later, I went to an event that we were, you know, um, hosting or not hosting, but there. And um, I met a blind young lady here in Houston. Uh, she's also known as the Master Chef winner for 2012. Her name is Christine Ha. If you pull her up on the internet, um, uh, you'll find all that information about her. She is a blind woman here in Houston who won Master Chef 2012. Wow. And, um, you know, she's like a celebrity in the blind community. And uh, I walked up to her because I was there on Sight into Sound's behalf. And I said, hey, you know, I'm a hairstylist and a makeup artist. So if you ever need anything, um, I'll be more than happy to help you and to, you know, get you ready for the cameras and get you ready on set. And she said, you know, Chelsea, um, there's so many makeup artists and, and people like that that are usually on set that can do that for me. But to be honest, since I lost my vision, I haven't been able to do my makeup for myself anymore. Right. And I said, oh, really? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, she's like, so do you think you can teach me how to put on my own makeup? And I said, well, I don't know. I've never taught a blind person to put on their own makeup before. Um, I, you know, I teach, you know, young ladies and their moms and late, you know, women that come into my salon all the time who have vision. But I said, you know what? I don't know, but let me give it a try. And so, um, so we set up an appointment in her kitchen. I came over to her house several times. And Did she cook you something good? <laughs> Not yet. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. All right. All right. We got to get in there. <laughs> but she did open up a restaurant here in Houston called the blind goat. So just to plug there, but she has her own restaurant and she, she does cook. Um, but at that time, you know, um, we sat down in her kitchen and she, she taught me what it is that a blind person needs. Okay. Like, how to teach her. I didn't even know how to teach her. So she was like, okay, well, can you describe that a little bit better? Can you like, what, do, you know, and then here, what does that bottle feel like? What does that 
feel. And so here I am in her kitchen learning how to teach a blind person with audio description. I didn't even know what the word meant at the time. Um, then it was how to give verbal instruction, how to describe color, how to map your face with your fingers and feel like orientate your body. Like, where are my eyebrows? Where, you know, are my eyelids and things like that. And then like using your hands as guides and using voice as, uh, you know, instruction. And so it was like, and then learning how to identify the differences between this bottle versus that bottle. So she really, she really was instrumental in introducing you really to a whole new world. And, you know, you did mention something interesting that she had lost her sight. Yes. So she wasn't born blind. So she she actually had lost her sight. Um, you sent me some interesting facts, and I want to read one of these here because yeah. I I was kind of blown away by this. Um, approximately twelve million people, forty and over, uh, have vision impairment, including one million who are blind. Um, and an estimated ninety three million adults in the United States are at high risk for vision loss. So I don't know that any of us really think about. Are you know losing our vision? Yeah, and and what the impact of that would be if you had been able to see and and you know I assume at what point did she lose her vision? In her early twenties, you know? I believe. So she had done her makeup in in the oh, past, yeah. probably um, prior to losing her vision, and and having to relearn that must just be uh, such a challenge in in so many ways. Yeah, and the reality is is that with that statistics that you just shared from the CDC, there may be several of us and maybe even me someday that has to learn how to do that on our own because that's not to say it couldn't happen to us, right? Right. And so when you lose your vision and most people lose their vision later in life, most people are not born totally blind. I don't know the exact number. I'm going to estimate about 10% of people are actually born blind. Okay. The rest of us uh, become blind later on. And so... Um, it's just a real problem, a real reality, and it changes your whole world. Not only are you learning simple, like things like life skills, like makeup application, but you're having to learn how to cross the street. You're having to learn how to navigate in your own kitchen. How do you right. cook if you can't see? How do you make your bed? How do you get around in your house? You know, it's just things like that that people don't realize how how much vision affects our lives you know? And so these are just one of those skills that I teach. So I am, again, I keep saying this, I'm so honored to have you on because I think that Mm -hmm. you are just like such in, this is such an inspiring story. And we are actually going to hear from one of the um, young women who you taught to do her own makeup. We're going to see a video of her um, later in the show. Before we get to that, can you, let's talk about some of the tips that you give to people. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to um, putting on makeup, yeah. What, how, how do you begin to teach somebody makeup application? First off, we got to be very clear on knowing where your facial features are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to use a sense of touch. We're going to use sound and um, just ma- understanding and orientating your face. Because when sure. I give verbal instruction on where to place uh, your blush or your lipstick, you're going to have to know where are my cheekbones? Right. Okay. Sure. Where are the brow bones? Right. Where is my, you know, where is the hairline, you know? Right. Um, and things like that, you know, jawline. So when we talk about contouring, when we talk about shadowing, when we talk about eye makeup, you have to know, okay, well, where's your eyelid versus your eyebrow? 
Right. Right. Thing. Right. And, and having to feel your way through Correct. all of this. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around, um, you know, something like putting on foundation. Yeah. How do, how do you teach one to do that when you can't see? So there's a lot, so there's, there's different ways of, uh, foundation, right? Right. Um, uh, with foundation, if you have no visual acuity at all and cannot possibly see like, you know, the color of the foundation on the tube, um, you're going to have to have some kind of verbal, I mean, um, um, visual guidance, like a person who can to color match, to get you a color match. There are uh, places online where I've seen you could do like a face color match, like on the Avon website, I've seen that, but it may not be a hundred percent accurate, you know, depending on the lighting in the room. So I would always say you need somebody to find the foundation, but actual application now, um, one of the big tips that I give is if you're using like a liquid foundation, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually use temperature to your advantage. So if you put the liquid foundation in your refrigerator and let it get nice and cold, by the time you take your foundation out and then you actually, you know, squeeze it onto your fingertips, you can actually feel where is it cold and where is it not? So then you can feel, oh, I've put it over here and I can, I felt that I put it over here. Now, also with the sensitivity in your fingers, you can also feel where is like clear skin with no product, but you can also feel the difference, but where it feels a little bit more soft and velvety. Um, now, I want to stop you there for a second, because I, I when you told me this, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now and your jaw just dropped, mine did too, right? <laughs> How incredible is it to think about, okay, the sensation of cold and helping us to put on our makeup. I, I just, I love you for this. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and using your fingertips, like, you know, like most of us, we, we think about makeup and we go to like a store and we get brushes. I totally understand that. But when you're talking about a person who is blind and visually impaired, you know, a brush, you cannot necessarily know exactly where that is because a brush is very wide, right? Right. It could be um, further on your eyelid than you would want to place something. So I, I, one of the, one of the big things with my trainings is that I teach to use your fingers. Of course, you know, you're going to sanitize and you're going to clean your hands and stuff before an application, but you know, you can feel exactly where you're putting everything. And so you use your fingers as a guide. You use your sense of touch to really be able to, you know, feel where you're putting things. So that's really important. So a lot of my instruction is like very carefully two fingertips, you know, two of your fingertips are going to like, uh, push, uh, put some blush on your cheeks, you know, like that in an upper circular motion, right. You're not going to do it as a line. You're going to do it like an upper circular motion because you don't want to have drag gravity pull down on your skin. You want to go up, right. But you do upper circular motion. So that's very descriptive. I don't say just apply blush with your two fingers because then people apply it differently. But if I say upper circular motions, then you're like, oh, and if I say small circles versus large circles, then you're like, oh, okay. I get it. When you're doing some of this and we're going to get into your services a little bit later, but when you are teaching people, um, 
you're you're using technology just like this, like yeah. Zoom, so that you can see them and coach yeah. them. I think this is so wonderful. Um, what about you? Did mention there are certain technologies. I know if you go into Sephora, Sephora has a great color matching tool, which will help you really pick the ideal foundation in a number of brands. Um, I remember Prescriptives. I don't even know if they're still around, but they used to, you know, be able to customize things. But there are some other apps that you yeah. like for identifying colors, correct? Yes, yes. So, um, and also on your note, like Avon has like one of those color matching things too, but, you know, but but when I'm talking about identifying actual color, um, there is um, Be My Eyes, mm-hmm. okay? These are apps that any iPhone, I believe it could be on Android, I'm not sure, but I know for sure on, on iPhone. Um, you can be a be my eyes is an app you can download for that. And what it is, is it's like volunteers, just like you and me who are sighted. We sign up for this app anywhere in the world. And then a blind person signs up on this app. So they match a sighted person with a blind person and they, they volunteer using their iPhone and they could use a camera. And if there was a blind person on the other side of this, on this phone, then I could see you. And I could tell you, oh yeah, that that matches, or no, that doesn't match. Oh, wait a minute. And this is all volunteer? All volunteers. And be I, my eyes. Be my eyes. Yes. I, I love, I always say it, I love living in the future. That's 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 wonderful. And and probably do you have to sign up and do it for a long period of time? Like yeah. we match with a buddy. So it's whenever you have a five or ten minutes Correct. available. Yeah. So everybody so, better be everybody be as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, then yeah, go sign up for this. Exactly. And it's totally free. It's yeah. totally free for a person who's visually impaired. And it's totally free, of course, as a volunteer. There's yeah. no anything. And so now it'll call you on your right. phone, just like a regular phone call, and it'll have a very distinguished sound to the ringtone, um, I believe. But but what it does is if you don't have time, just don't answer it. It goes to the next volunteer. Great. If you do have time, then answer it. And right. then, you know, you just talk to the person. So you're using your camera to see them. Um, but the identity of the blind person is not given away. The identity of the blind person is kept, you know, um, um, kept private. private. Wonderful. You know, if they choose, unless they decide to turn their camera around and say, hey, how do I look today? Do you think I look good? Or do you think my hair, um, you know, did I, do I have a stain on my shirt? Or is this a red shirt? Or is it a blue shirt? You know, so that is human interaction, like totally like all of us around the world using technology to help each other. So uh, I love that. It like gets me emotional. I'm getting emotional right now. Um, you know what? I think that this is a good point. We should show the video of Brenda. Um, Brenda Gonzalez, who is this 18-year-old, phenomenal, beautiful, beautiful young woman. I'm just going to let you watch this video and you can see how Chelsea helped her. Hi, my name is Brenda Gonzalez. I live in the Dallas area. I'm 18 years old. I'm a senior. And this past summer, I took lessons with Ms. Chelsea. Even though the pandemic affected many things over this summer, I was still able to take my lesson virtually using Zoom. Before, I used to have my mom and my sister do my makeup for me, but since I learned, I am able to do it myself independently, and now I feel comfortable doing my own makeup.
it feels really comfortable doing my own makeup because I feel confident and I feel professional each day when I go to school and it's really fun to do my own makeup because I get to enjoy myself. During this training, I learned how to have confidence and advocate for myself and I learned how to give a speech in public. Last year at YK Day 2019 became unforgettable because I met Miss Chelsea and learned about her services. And this is what I always wanted to do because I heard many girls talk about their makeup and hair and I didn't know anything because I didn't have any experience. I feel proud of myself, of what I had accomplished, and I feel more independent. And this is really cool because if one day I become a VI teacher, I have the skill to teach other people and how to do their makeup, their hair, or how to dress up for an interview or for a presentation. This video got me so emotional. And when I saw her at the end, she looked beautiful. And um, you must, just to get a compliment like that, that, that you inspired her yeah. to want to teach other people one day. It is. You know, when I watched this video the first time, her teacher, Miss um, Br uh, Brenda, Miss Belinda, she was the one who helped create this video. And she's the one who recommended her to come to my trainings. And when I saw this video, I was like, I wanted to cry so many times because I felt so proud of her, you know? And it was just one of those validating moments in my life, you know, when you know yes. you were born to do something. Right. And I, I felt at that, when I, when I see testimonials like this of my students and my clients who are just like jumping up and down and happy that they learned something to be fully independent and not have to ask a family member or a sighted friend and people who even said to them in their life, you can't do that. Oh, that's awful. You know? But she, when she was like, my mother used to do this or my sister used to do my makeup and now she's doing it. Um, how did you teach her to put on eyeliner? Okay. Eyeliner is one of the most complicated things that I can teach. So it's yeah. really hard to get into the full nitty gritty of it. But first off, I have to say it starts with you know, um, stability. So I always teach like putting your hands on a table because if you're standing in front of a mirror or somewhere or just standing there doing it willy nilly, your arms may not be stable, right? So I say, okay, put your hands down on a table, get very, so it's level and then be stable. Get to your face to, you know, a, a place where you could feel like where your eye line, eyes are. Um, I believe I have an eyeliner right here. So, I mean, I've got 2020 vision and, you know, not at all to make light of this, but I have trouble putting on eyeliner with that mirror that looks. So, so, um, once you get stable, okay. And you're in front of, you know, um, arms are at a, uh, at a place where you can actually touch your face and feel your eyes. The first thing is orientation and orientation. So orientation means like, just find out, feel for where your eyelashes are. I just want you to go ahead and close your eyes and feel where your eyelashes are. Mm -hmm. Feel that right from the inner corner of your eye to the outer corner of your eye. You could feel how it extends all the way out, right? Yes. So when I say inner corner of your eye, then I want you to be able to touch to it and you know where I'm going. Right. And then, you know, um, so then 
If you follow above your eyelashes, you could feel the, the skin on your eyelids and right. go ahead and touch it with your fingertip. Right. And you can feel that. So that's going to, your eye, eyelashes are going to be the guide. Gotcha. So even though you can't see the line that you're drawing, you You've can guide see there. where your eyelashes are and you're going to be placing your pencil tip above the line where your eye, eye, eye uh, lashes are. Right. When you f start falling off track, like start going away from your eyelashes, now right. that line is no longer straight, right? So another thing is, is that I also teach about pressure. So like here I am, I'm holding up my, my other hand, right? Now, when you take a pencil and I'm teaching a student, I say, go ahead and draw a line with your pencil for me. So when you touch, when you draw a line, you can, you, you know, that when you do light pressure, the line is very soft, right? But if you do, if you take that and draw a firmer line with right. more pressure, right? Yeah. It's thicker. So now I ask my student, do you want to have more of a daytime look right. with a finer line, which means you're going to have to use a softer touch right. or do you want more of a dramatic evening look? And now you're going to go for a more dramatic, thicker, bolder line. I mean, it, like I said, I think that these are tips that are good for everybody, whether you are, are visually impaired or fully sighted. Um, I also saw her doing the lipstick, which yeah. I just, I just loved. Um, how, how, how do we, how do we teach lipstick? Is it again, is it all about the feeling? So oh, wait, before we get into that, how do you help people tell the difference between, let's say, if you want to wear like a nude lipstick or if you want to go with like a bright color? If a person has some type of vision, right. okay, some level of vision, some people can see color right. so they can actually hold them up and actually hold it up close and they could still see under magnification and right. under lighting. So then if there's two ones that are similar in shape, um, you know, then you could like put a rubber band around one bottle, uh, one lipstick and the other one has no rubber band. So, you know, even though they're exactly the same shape, mm -hmm. the one with the rubber band is always going to be the one that's the nude color. Right. The one without the rubber band is going to be the one that's the bold evening, bright red color per se. Let's right. just say. Now, when it comes to identifying with absolutely, that's a great technique for like anyone who's totally blind, as well as anyone who has some level of vision color. But for a person who's totally blind, who doesn't, who cannot see the difference between the shades, that's when those apps like Be My Eyes, come in. Um, Seeing AI, which is another one, uh, Tap Tap See, which is another app where you can actually hold your, once you download the app, Hold the phone in front of the object, take a picture of it, and the item, the, the app will use its color coding, you know, features or whatever, and it will read out loud to you. It will speak out loud to you, and it will say that this is red. That lipstick is red. This lipstick is, you know, uh, brown or right. whatever. Now- right. It's not as exact. It's not going to tell you, you know, like, you know, if it's like a, a light purplish pink 
Right. Sure. It's not going to give you necessarily the the variations in shades, but it will help you um, know which one's right for date night and which one maybe is right for the office. Yeah. Um, What about the hair? Uh, You you know, she, her hair looked phenomenal. So what, what was that, that they, uh, the the tool that she was using? As an educator with Chi, um, I go to a lot of beauty shows, a lot of events. I have a lot of education. And so I'm always on the cutting edge of like, what's like new, what's going on. And so years ago, I saw um, um, one of the tools that I love the most called the Chi Lava Spin and Curl. Okay. Okay. And um, it's very interesting because it's basically like the shape of a tulip. Yeah. Right. You've got a stem, you've got the bulb. And in the bulb area, most traditional curling irons have an exposed curling rod. Right. That's why most of us, whether you're sighted or not, and I'm guilty myself, I've burned Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on my neck, on my ears, on my forehead. I've done it all. Okay. So this is not, this is a tool, honestly, for everybody. So here, I'm going to use myself as a demo. Uh I'm going to take about a square inch of hair because you don't want it too thick. Okay. I've got mine setting at 405 degrees and I have it at like 15 seconds setting. So for finer hair, 15 seconds, medium hair, 17 seconds, and like a thicker, coarser hair, 19 seconds setting. Okay. You pl- you feed it into this opening in the groove. Okay. Then these two buttons here either rotate away from your face or towards your face. And I'm wow. going to go away from my face. You press the button, the hair automatically feeds into the curling iron. And because it's been protected by this outer um, outer uh, shell, I never, look at how it's like right up against- Yeah, you're not burning yourself. But this is incredible. So this wasn't created, this was created for everybody. Um, But you have found this, I mean, and look, it's like the perfect curl. Yeah. How psyched, how psyched was Brenda when she got, when she figured this out? She was like, ah! She, in the video that you saw, you could hear yeah. us like, ecstatically yelling in the background. Yeah. But that was my first time ever teaching her how to use the Chi Lava Spinning Curl. And she was just like, oh, so happy. Like her face lit up. Her teacher was excited. I was excited. I was proud of her. And the fact is it was safe. It, it didn't burn her. It didn't hurt. Right. And and the thing is, is that, that this is one of those things that parents, as much as they love their children, they don't want them to hurt themselves, right? And so right. they curl hair for that for their own daughters themselves. They tell them, don't do that. Don't, do don't touch that. They don't, I mean, as a parent, I don't want my child to get hurt. But with this tool, they don't ever have to worry about that, you know? And that's so amazing. We, you know, and so that that's why sometimes when people say you can't do that or don't do that, because it's out of love, it's out of fear, it's out of concern of them hurting themselves. But when I saw this tool, I put two and two together and I said, you know what, if it's safe for a sighted person, it would be great for a blind person because right. I don't know if you heard it while we were talking. Did you hear the beeping? Yes. Yeah, so then it tells you when to come out. So you're not burning your hair off, Exactly. which is something that as a sighted person I've done too. But, you know, we've been talking about, um, we've been talking so much about makeup, um, which I think, you know, for the most part, we associate with women, but we know that there is a lot of men out there who wear makeup too. Um, but but you also have services for men as well, correct? 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, for our blind or low vision gentlemen out there, I teach non-visual shaving techniques, hairstyling, and nail grooming. And like my friend Maxwell Ivy, who recommended me to you, Amber, uh, thank you so much, Max, for this. Um, I'm giving you a shout out. Um, as a blind podcaster himself, it was uh, important as a public speaker how to look his best, how to match his clothing, and how to tie a tie non-visually by himself. So um, those are techniques that I, I also work with for our men. I My website is a CN, as in Cat Nancy, visionimage.com. Um, and uh, there's all that information on there. You can also email me at Chelsea Wynn, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-W-I-N, at cnvisionimage.com. And uh, you can also, um, we have a Facebook page for CN Vision Image Consulting. You can go to our Facebook to see some testimonials. You can see, we're going to put more videos out there. Um, and soon, and I'm working, it's in progress. Okay. On a YouTube channel. Oh, so, great. Instructional videos out there um, and things like that. Um, and the wonderful thing, even now with COVID, and I've been doing this since 2015 online. Right. So in person, it's been since 2012 that I've been teaching these classes. But before COVID even happened, I was teaching these classes on Zoom. Which is great. I know we've been using Zoom forever and it is a phenomenal technology. And I just want to reiterate to everybody, you know, you're doing this for um, for people who are sighted. So if anybody who wants makeup tips, um, but, you know, as we were mentioning today, um, you know, and, and really focusing on just the incredible work that you're doing with people who are visually impaired. Um, if you know somebody and really with Zoom, this, it could be anywhere in the world, um, they can have your services. And, and really, as we saw from that video, it, it's so empowering. Um, and I think for everybody else who got to see it, um, it is so inspiring. And I want to just thank you so much for being on the show. Um, and remind everybody, you know, that this is the White Cane. We have White Cane Day. This is Vision Impaired Awareness Month. Um, and maybe just today, take a moment for those of us who who do have our vision to really just be grateful. Yeah. Be really grateful. And you know what? I challenge some of you at home, maybe try some of these makeup tips that Chelsea has given us um, with your eyes shut you know, just so you can, can experience. And, and again, really, we try to ground ourselves in gratitude here. I just want to thank you so, so, so much for being on. Thank you so much, Amber. It was a real honor. Um, and the fact that you care so much to share this information with more people is really touching because I think the thing is, is that the more that we can understand each other, the more that we can put somebody ourselves in somebody else's shoes the more we build compassion in the world and understanding and love. And, you know, if this reaches people who have skills and techniques that they want to join with me and like, we can make this a better world for more people because you never know, honestly, when disability can happen to you. You never know when you can lose vision yourself. Yes. So we're lucky enough where we can open our eyes again and see the rest of the world, but not some people aren't that lucky. So. 
And, and, and I want to also say to everybody out there listening, um, you were introduced to me by, um, by another person who had heard the podcast, who had seen the podcast. So if you guys have um, any topics that you want me to cover, or you know some fabulous, incredible stories, or people like Chelsea, please let me know. You can always email me at hello at RBD Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at RBD Podcast. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.